Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. And important show, we're going to bring in a show, an exclusive interview with Rick Gates. Uh, and people familiar with the name think, who is Rick Gates? Well, he's got a new book called Wicked Game. And he was a, a big part of the Mueller report. And, of course, he got caught up in this. And and he had to pay a price, and he gave some information that uh, led to more uh, probes. And and but what really bothers me is the fact that the Mueller report and Rick Gates. We're going to ask him about this. They knew early on in 2017, early in 2017, there was no Russian collusion, and yet they spent uh, tens of millions of dollars. And they waited till after the 2018 midterm elections. Why? To poison the water. It was a political hit job by the gov- inside government employees. I really believe that. And we're going to ask Rick Gates about that. But you remember they poisoned the water so much they, they had the media and everybody believing Donald Trump was a Russian agent. And we had like 40 Republicans who would not run for re-election it was just a stink of uh, poison in the waters and the political waters enough so that nancy pelosi could become the speaker of the house and then there goes impeachment and that's what all started impeachment because of the poison waters by uh, purposely employees of the u.s government trying to take down a president so we got a lot to talk about with rick gates coming up and the fact that the election is just a couple of weeks away, the presidential election of 2020 and senator elections, House elections, you need to hear this exclusive interview between Doc Holliday and Rick Gates. Tell your friends and neighbors, we got a lot of people listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics because of the election coming up. And I want to remind you, you can go back to our archives, some great shows of Newt Gingrich, uh, U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn, other great interviews so go back in the archives look for that but let this show get out to your friends and neighbors tell them about it because you need to hear what rick gates has to say rick gates we're, we're going to talk about uh, what uh, hunter biden what's going on with hunter biden and, and is there a criminal probe why not because there's some criminality we're going to ask him about that and what he knew because he lived in the ukraine why Vice President Biden was uh, was Vice President under Barack Obama. So listen to this interview and tell your friends and neighbors about it. There is corruption in the Biden family. There's alleged corruption, 
and we see it's coming into focus with this interview with Rick Gates. You need to let your friends and neighbors know about it, and and let's let's uh, get on with finding out the truth. So let's get Rick Gates on the air right now. Hey, Rick Gates, this is uh, Doc Holliday from Rock Splitting Politics. Absolutely, Doc. Great to have you. Thanks very much. Well, thank you for being on our show. Our listeners have a lot of questions, and and I want to remind our listeners, you got a new book called uh, Wicked Game. And uh, Rick, uh, I'll give you a minute just to tell us a little bit about this book and why you wrote Wicked Game. Absolutely. You know, uh, Doc, when I was working on President Trump's 2016 campaign, I was witness to so many fascinating things because this is the first time we've kind of had a, uh, a complete outsider, a non-politician run for the office. Right. And he was against, uh, up against as many obstacles, uh, you know, with his own, with the Republican establishment as he was with Hillary Clinton in the general election. Absolutely. And I thought it was a, and I thought it was a fascinating way to kind of capture all of it. And, uh, and the first part of the book is just kind of me standing back and, and saying to the American people, here's what happened. Here are the steps that occurred on the lay, along the way. Here is how he won. So that they could really fully understand and I think better appreciate uh, the political process. And, uh, and then the second part, obviously, was being caught up in the Mueller probe as a direct result of, of my work you know, with Donald Trump right. uh, and helping him win the presidency. So, and, and that's a, a look into how uh, diabolical you know, and, and just twisted our justice system really is. And I wanted to give readers a perspective on that as well, because I, I hope that nobody ever has to go through, uh, no American, no American president ever go through what uh, we went through in regards to the Mueller investigation. Well, Rick, real quick on the book, um, you, you say how Trump won, Mueller failed, and America lost. And in a ways, Trump did not, be, he was not removed from office. And and there's a part, I guess I think of Shakespeare's Julius Caesar when he talks about the hound dogs from hell. And that's why it seemed like it was uh, against you and Paul Manafort and so many others. And what, but one of the things we realize, uh, and it may be in your book, what disappoints me is the fact that Mueller knew there was no Russian collusion early on in 2017, really and waited to after the 2018 midterm elections. And by that time, they had poisoned the water so much. I believe that's the only reason Nancy Pelosi became Speaker of the House and then the impeachment and everything came through. It, it seemed like it was po political shenanigans to stretch that out to after the 2018 election before they exonerated Trump. Uh, do, you, do you see any of that or feel that is part of the reason? With all my heart, you know, the Mueller investigation is going to go down as the, uh, you know, the, the greatest crime uh, perpetrated by Americans against Americans on American soil. And as I said, this should never happen to another president again. Donald Trump was, has been attacked before he was even inaugurated, and he has continually been attacked almost every day of the entirety of his administration. And I think it's a sad commentary on the way that our justice system works. Uh, I think it's certainly sad that we have this kind of, you know, D.C. insider mentality that they think they know better than the American people because they've been in D.C. so many years. And obviously this is what happens when people 
try to cling on to power and they get twisted and they make, you know, unfortunate decisions like trying to remove a duly elected president. And and I just yeah, can't, you know, emphasize enough uh, just the amount of uh, disdain and, and unfortunate behavior from inside government agencies. And, and I think it's important to make clear, look, the agencies themselves are not corrupt, but individuals within the agencies are. And what we know today is a lot different than what we uh, were led to believe in, in 2017. Wait, and I think as the American people see this unfold, you know, they're going to continue seeing these, these truths and these facts come out. I think they're really going to take a look and say, whoa, wait a minute. What, what, I mean, these aren't conspiracy theories or speculation anymore. This is, this is real. Our government has, you know, members of our government have attempted to take down a president. And, and Rick, one of the things that is imperative, I believe, is we got an election and just a couple of weeks away. So if if uh, Trump does not win a second term, so much of this will be swept under the rug and never heard about, I'm afraid. So uh, let's talk real quick about this election coming up. And I don't know if you can shed any light, but I know one of the things that got uh, Paul Manafort your former boss in trouble, and, and I don't know if it's part of your problem, but they said uh, Foreign Agents Registration Act. And uh, yes. that, that was something that uh, I believe you got caught up in, Paul Manafort, and yet we, we see Hunter Biden, he should have had the same thing, but it, do you know if he ever was a foreign agent registration? Uh, yeah, that, he, he was, and he never registered, and I think that's something that's going to come up. But this is a, a great uh, contrast, uh, and I like to use it, you know, to parallel what happened to a number of us that had worked uh -huh. for, you know, President Trump and what's going on with the Bidens. I was never afforded any opportunity to even remotely say whether some information might be inaccurate or not. And the Bidens have had almost every big tech you know, giant company come and, and all literally defend them by not circulating the information or becoming the information police. And this is a very, very different environment than uh, in 2016, 2017, when President Trump got elected. And I think it's, uh, you know, just absolutely appalling that Hunter and Joe Biden are being treated differently. And I think the American people are now even more anxious for the facts. I personally think that what the tech companies did in terms of you know, Twitter and Facebook banning this information, right. I think that was a mistake. And I think that has now only heightened the awareness of the alleged criminal activity that uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden you know, have committed. And again, look, here's the great thing, you know, Doc, I, uh -huh. I believe, like just like with the Mueller probe, the truth is going to come out. There is no question about it. it it's, it's, you know, as, as Shakespeare used to say, truth will out. It will eventually come out. It may not all come out before the election. I, I hope it does. But as we start seeing more and more of it come out, we're going to see what Joe and Hunter Biden really did. I mean, you know, you just saw this morning the director of national intelligence, you know, Director Radcliffe come out right. and say, look, all these stories out there that are, are people saying this is Russian disinformation, I'm the guy driving the intelligence. I'm the guy giving them. And we didn't find any of that. So these are important moments like this right here, because in an old regime, in a, an Obama regime or a Clinton regime, you know, that, that director of intelligence would have never stepped up and, and said this. They would have let the narrative, you know, play out and they would have covered everything up, just like you said. And, and, and then they would have swept everything under the rug, which was exactly the plan in 2016. The problem is they didn't expect Donald Trump to win. 
Rick, let me jump in right here and remind our audience we're talking of Rick Gates, the author of Wicked Game, and also uh, was caught up in the Mueller report. We're getting some firsthand information. We appreciate Rick being on the air. In just a minute, we're going to ask him more about why he has faith that the truth will come out. But let me remind our listeners, you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And we got an archive section. You can go back and listen to the archives. We invite you to do that. This important election year, elections coming up. We do want to make sure you get out to vote and get every freedom-loving American you know. You call them, you write them, you knock on the door, but get them to the polls. Every American that loves freedom has to get out and vote. Donald Trump will not win this election unless everybody gets out to vote across the country. Don't matter if it's you're, you think, well, your state's going to win, won't need your vote. He needs your vote. If you think your state, there's no way it's going to be. He may be in California. He needs your vote. We've got to win the popular vote and the electoral vote to give this mandate for the president that keeps draining the swamp. So please do that. And let me remind you, Rick Gates got his book called Wicked Game, but Doc Holliday has a book, and it's called Bedrock Truths. I wrote that book along with Dr. Alveda King, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and also Dr. Alex McFarland. So you can get your book, Bedrock Truths, by going to www.docholiday.org. You can order your book there. We'll be glad to get one out to you. Other books you can look at. And just remember, www.docholiday.org. Holiday's got two L's in it. So check that out. Now, let's get back to our interview with Rick Gates. And I'm going to ask him about uh, why he feels truth will win out. Well, Rick, what what you just said, you you give faith (laughs) to uh, our our national intelligence right now with Radcliffe in there. But there's a lot of people who feel like, hey, I mean, it's never going to come out. So you really believe the truth will eventually come out. I know it may not come out before the election, but you really believe, even after what you've been through, that the truth will eventually come out. You really believe that? I do, ultimately. And I think we have to believe that if we, if we are going to believe in our system of democracy. And I'll be the first to tell you, Doc, that I have been frustrated over the three years. I knew things were being withheld. I knew things were redacted. I knew what was in that redacted information. Uh-huh. And it was all of this attempt by the mainstream media and certain members of Congress on the Democratic side to drive a completely false narrative. You know, one of the things I would love to see, you know, since all of us were under, you know, an oath to tell the truth, you know, during our time during the investigation, why don't we create a law that puts every member of Congress under oath every time they go out and talk on public TV? I'll bet you that the discourse would change in a heartbeat uh, if a law like that existed, because these guys are out there and they're just saying things that aren't accurate. And, and until we get the facts, and this is why, I, I, you know, my faith, Doc, is in the American people. Uh-huh. My faith isn't necessarily in government, to be honest. It is that the American people are ultimately going to drive uh, our people in leadership positions to get the truth out. And if they don't, then guess what? We're going to, you know, we're going to have some, you know, serious uh, issues uh, with the people. And that's, again, why Donald Trump got elected in 2016 is because there's this mentality, this feeling of do-nothing politicians. That right. they constantly lie, they don't deliver on their promises, and all they're interested in is, you know, their, their self-serving uh, efforts. And this is exactly why Donald Trump was catapulted to the presidency. 
And now, Rick, one of the things our listeners may not be familiar with, and in fact, I don't know exactly how it was, but now you were living in the Ukraine while uh, Vice President Biden was uh, in, during the Obama administration. Is that correct? You were actually living in the Ukraine? That's correct. I was working in the Ukraine for almost 10 years, and we were working for uh, the political party that was in power at the time that Joe Biden was the vice president. And I can tell you that vice president took six trips to Ukraine uh, during the course of his two terms. Uh Three of those trips were in 2014 when I was there working on an election uh, for the ruling party at the time. And one of those trips that the vice president took at the time was directly after Hunter Biden was appointed to the Burisma board. Now, in addition to the six trips, you know, Doc, the most interesting thing is, is that the portfolio for Ukraine was given to Vice President Biden within his office. That's a very unusual. So say that one we more time. To, I don't think our listeners heard. I, I want to make sure I heard what you said. Go ahead and say that one more time, Rick, about the portfolio. Yeah, the portfolio of Ukraine. The idea that that somebody is in charge of Ukraine was given to the Vice President's office, which is almost uh, unheard of. This is why we have a State Department. This is why we have a president. The president is supposed to be our chief diplomat. So the idea that Joe Biden would get this whole portfolio of Ukraine activity and make six trips, uh, I think, you know, has to be uh, something that's seriously looked at, investigated, uh, obviously in the context of his son getting a position on a government-controlled board uh, company called Burisma, that doesn't just happen, especially for somebody that doesn't have experience. Why not hire anybody out there, right? I mean, if that's right. the case, why, why did it have to be Hunter Biden? And I think once we start probing into these questions a little more, you know, we're going to start seeing a lot more answers, Doc. Well, the fact that we haven't probed, even when they knew this a year ago during an impeachment, and, and uh, the media seemed to be dead on it, nobody wanted to look into it. It just it, it stinks to high heaven looking at it, and yet no one— uh, it seems like no one cared about it in the m- mainstream media. Well, of course not, because they are worried that now that Joe Biden is a candidate, and look, I mean, I think they're severely disappointed that he ended up getting the uh, nomination. I think after three years, they thought they could find somebody more formidable to, to run against President Trump. Right. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is, and Joe Biden's a nominee. But now they are doing everything they can to protect and it's more about just protecting Joe Biden. It's protecting the idea that a Democrat could potentially win. And, and, and the mainstream media, you know, the tech giants, they're all afraid because Donald Trump is a disruptor. And he came to Washington with the promise of changing things, and he has. And you know this, and, and your listeners know this, sometimes people don't like change. It's that simple. And when Donald Trump came in and started changing things more quickly than they were prepared to accept, that's when the entire government, the entire system started fighting back uh, against him. Uh, and that's why he has been fighting literally every day, almost on every issue. And, and, this, and it's important, Doc. This matters. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I encourage all of your listeners to make sure they go vote. Voting is the most important thing that any of us can do as American citizens to actually make sure that our, our voices and our views are heard. Well, I think you hit it right on the head. Everybody's got to get out and vote, even uh, making sure people got, uh, a, you know, a, a way to get to the polls. Uh, very important for every conservative, every everybody that loves America to get out. If you love freedom, you want to make sure we find out what's going on with uh, the Bidens. Uh, Trump has got to win again. Yeah, 
That's exactly right, because you're right. Otherwise, this stuff is going to be swept over the rug. I mean, a perfect example, uh, just to you know, let your listeners know, think about this uh, fact. The okay. FBI was given the hard drive that has all the information from Hunter Biden's computers in December of 2019. Absolutely. So for almost an entire year, not quite, but almost in a year, they have been sitting on that information. And let's just suppose that maybe the information was not true or not, okay? At a minimum, the FBI should have informed the Senate bipartisan committee investigating the Biden. That information should have been made aware as we were going through the Mueller probe. And none of that has been done. So why are our government institutions and people inside these institutions withholding information? Why aren't we being truthful, you know, with the American people? Absolutely. I think one of the most frustrating things about all this, Doc, is is that Donald Trump has been trying to do this. And think about all the information he's declassified that, to your point, would have never seen the light of day unless he had actually taken that decisive action. Well, I go back to even what we talked about earlier, the Foreign Agent Registration Act, that if uh, Hunter Biden didn't abide by that, I mean, right there, that's something that's uh, illegal. And, you know, what other illegal acts have been committed? And and, and the last thing, I know i got to let you go, uh, Rick, but when you were in the Ukraine, did you have any, did you work with the American embassy at all when, when under the Obama administration? I mean, did you know some of the people coming in and out that uh, that were a part of the Obama administration? Is there any any input or anything you remember that uh, or some of the characters that are involved even now with Burisma? Oh, absolutely. And, and the interesting thing is the political party we work for, um, that's the, the, the CEO of Burisma uh-huh. was a member of that party. And he was also the minister of kind of uh, natural resources um, in Ukraine. And uh, and we worked and, and you know, our principal, uh, you know, Paul Manafort worked with more than four U.S. ambassadors over the 10 year period that he was there. And uh, this idea, you know, that that um, uh, there, there's absolutely, you know, partisan politics inside embassies is uh, an accurate statement. And I think uh, the more that we learn about some of the embassy officials and what they knew uh, is going to be interesting because everybody has kind of just forgotten about the idea that the U.S. ambassador uh, at the time, uh, Maria Yovanovitch, right. uh, had set up meetings uh, with Burisma and, uh, and Hunter Biden's uh, team and then also a uh, public uh, relations company uh, called Blue Star Strategies. All that's documented and all that's going to be, you know, investigated, I think, more thoroughly uh, as the U.S. government uh, via the U.S. Embassy, the State Department, and obviously the Vice President's Office were all working in coordination uh, to, you know, obviously allegedly help uh, Hunter Biden get some of this, uh, you know, get some of his business contracts. Uh, and look, I mean, you know, there's the Ukraine piece and that's significant, but this, this goes further. I mean, you know, Hunter Biden has allegedly taken money from Russia as well. And so this is kind of get really interesting, particularly as we come into the home stretch, you know, of the, uh, 2020 election over the next 15 days. Well, absolutely. And Rick, thank you for uh, coming on Doc Holliday's Rock Split and Politics. You've helped, uh, helped our listeners get a better picture of what's going on and, and, and why it's so important that, uh, Donald Trump continues to drain the swamp. So thank you for coming on, Rick. Absolutely, Doc. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And that was the author of Wicked Game, Rick Gates. And we're glad he came on. I hope you understood 
that he lived in the Ukraine. He was there when Vice President Biden under uh, President Obama was given the portfolio. Did you hear what he said in the interview? Vice President Biden was given a portfolio to help take care of what was going on in the Ukraine. It did not flow through the State Department from the president. It went through the vice president. And Hunter Biden was on the Burisma board at that time. At that time. And Rick Gates was there in the Ukraine. He saw it. He smelt all the, the corruption. And I hope that we have a mainstream media to get off the couch and find out what was going on. I hope we got an investigation, investigators within the uh, Senate, at least, with Ron, Senator Ron Johnson and others. They'll come to the bottom of what's going on here. It needs to, we need to know before the election. And speaking of the election, let me emphasize one more time how important it is to get out and vote. We know uh, just from past elections, to say 25 to 30 million evangelical voters don't vote. They didn't vote in 2016. They're just not voting. I don't know why. I don't understand that. And a lot of them are registered. So get out and vote. Remind your neighbors. Look, we need patriots across this country. We need them from the hills of Virginia. <laughs> we need the the patriots in, in Oregon. Yes, Oregon could go to Trump. If if people are fed up with all the riots and all the looting, everything that's going on in Portland, Oregon, if people, they may not say it out loud, but go to the ballot box and mark Donald J. Trump as president. Look, for you never-Trumpers, say, hey, I can't vote for Donald Trump. Don't vote for Donald Trump. Vote for the Republican nominee. That's how you get it done. You cannot tell me never trumpers you cannot tell me that you want socialism in america so many of you are republicans vote for the republican nominee and if somebody just says they have to hold their nose you tell them to hold your nose and vote for the republican nominee we do not need socialism and i believe americans are going to come to their senses when it comes time to vote now I, we, we need patriots in minnesota to stand up and be counted Yes, in Minnesota, it can turn red. In Wisconsin, need to do it again. In Michigan, do it again. Get out there and get everyone, everyone you know to vote. Look, John James needs to be in the U.S. Senate. And we need an African-American like John James, good, strong, conservative. And he needs to get votes out of Detroit. In Detroit, you need to be voting for Donald Trump also. Listen, listen. We got Pennsylvania. You think fracking is going to continue under the Obama, I mean, under the Biden-Harris administration, maybe the Harris administration? It ain't happening, folks. I don't care what he says to try to get your vote. And you know that. So get out there and take care of Pennsylvania. Everybody keep their eyes on Philadelphia. Let's don't let corruption get involved. And listen, we, we need people in North Carolina what a great state and what a statement they made for Trump in 2016. It's going to be harder this time because more and more people have moved down out of some liberal places in the North Carolina. So you're going to have to get out and get everybody to vote. Like I said, we had 25 to 30 million evangelical Christians did not even vote, didn't show up to the polls in 2016. Get them out and vote. Listen, uh, Florida, you got to work hard 
to get Florida Patriots down there. Do not let Biden get a hold of any momentum. And we got a huge Hispanic vote coming out of Florida for Trump. Keep it going. And Nevada, yes, yes, you can. If everybody gets out to vote in Nevada, you can get Donald Trump over the finish line and put him where Hillary won it last time. And Arizona, you patriots, you got to get out for McSally and for Donald J. Trump. And we need Colorado. Is it a done deal? Do you think it's just over with in Colorado? No, Trump can win Colorado. He can win New Hampshire. He can win places you never thought if the if just the patriots will get out and vote in mass numbers. Do it, folks. Do it. Even if you live in a place like California and you think Trump can't win it, probably can't. But your vote counts because we got to win the popular vote this time, too, just to help move the agenda forward and keep the mainstream media shut up about uh, all, all the Trump uh, derangement syndrome that they'll be saying. But it's very important, even if you're in uh, a state like Alabama, very important that Doug Jones does not win the Senate race. Very important, again, that President Trump gets that popular vote, get out in Alabama, and vote 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 listen thank you for listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics rick gates has really shed the light on the corruption bringing into focus the the alleged biden corruption machine so let's take a good look at that tell your friends and neighbors once again to listen to this show and listen for us next week right here on doc holiday's rock splitting politics Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.